What's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is a brand new episode of the Super Thwack Podcast. We're now on episode 22. Yes. Um, how has your week been since you've been back from camping? It's pretty good. I haven't. I wasn't sore or anything. Oh, I've, my abs were killing me. Really? <laughs> Dude, I was dead. <laughs> wow. Like, it finally yesterday, it, like, let up a little bit. Damn. And then I got drunk, and I tried to lift, like, a 350-pound dude, and now my back's killing me. <laughs> um, yeah, I went to work the day after we got back, and didn't feel anything. Nice. All normal. Oh, yeah. Um, how, how are all your scrapes and cuts doing? They're gone already. Nice. Like Very Wolverine, nice. I heal fast. <laughs> um, do you think you would uh, go on another... Uh, Camping trip with me? No. No? Why not? No, I'm just joking. Yeah, I would. I, it, was, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, no. I uh, actually had a lot of fun. Just, it's fun going up there and, like, hiking by myself because no, none of my family wants to do it. Yeah. But having other people to go with just makes it that much better, especially, like, because I think we went on, like, three hikes total. Yeah. That last hike was probably the funnest. We found, like, weird pile of, like, homeless person clothing and like camping just like in the middle of the fucking I don't know it's not the forest but it's like there was like literally nothing around and then just like these two random rocks yeah and it, right in between that is where all that stuff was there's a pan yeah it was creepy as fuck hangers there's it, a skull I legit was worried it was like an escaped like convict yeah. that was like on the loose or some shit it was a killer it was sketchy as hell yeah it was um, fun yeah, no, it was, uh, it was a nice, just little relaxing weekend, and then I came home, and I had the week off, and I was like, oh, this is going to be fun, and then I remembered I had to deal with a three-year-old and a one-year-old, and I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, I love them, but it was definitely nice to get away for a minute. Right. And then, the week was going fairly smooth, and then we lost a huge part of... Comic book, movie, what would you call it? Like, it, he's just a huge part of it, especially with being the first, like, major black superhero yeah. on screen. Uh, Chadwick Boseman passed away on, was it Thursday? Yeah, I think so. And he was only 43 years old. Yeah, he died of uh, cancer. And apparently, he got diagnosed four years ago and he never told anyone. Yeah. Which and is crazy. The, the fact that he hit it as long as he did is insane. Yeah. Because, like, I remember when that picture went around, and I know we talked about it a little upstairs. Yeah. Um, He looked sick. Like, he either looked like he was on something, or maybe he was, like, pulling a Christian Bale and, like, losing a bunch of weight for a role. Yeah. Uh, I know you brought up some of the comments that were made uh, after that picture, like the Crack Panther and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but you look back in hindsight, it's like, yeah, like wow, really poor taste. <laughs> yeah. And actually uh, 
two years ago whenever Black Panther came out. I think it was two years ago, a year ago. He was doing this interview about these two kids who died from cancer who really wanted to see the movie and they didn't get to. And he's, like, crying and shit. And at the time, you don't... But now, like, yeah. knowing that he had cancer at that time, too, like, made it hit even, like, harder. Yeah, dude, it's, it's wild. Especially because, like, that movie... Regardless of what certain people may think, especially with, like, current political climate, um, that movie was huge for a lot of people. Yeah. That was the first, like, black-led movie that I know of, at least, that, like, soared past a billion dollars. Yeah. And I remember going and watching it in theaters, and it it felt like an event, like, almost as much as the Avengers movies did. Yeah, for sure. And even got a lot of accolades after the fact. It got nominated for Best Picture. Yes. The Oscars. Didn't it get... Was it just that, or did they get multiple nominations? They got multiple nominations, I believe. I just can't remember exactly what all four, because... Yeah. They had a really good cast. I, I know we talked about it earlier, also. Like, where do you think they're going to go from here? Like, how do you think they're going to... Are they going to pull a... Terrence Howard, or are they going to replace him in the movies with, like, another character so it won't be T'Challa anymore? I think it'll be a different character because I think Chadwick Boseman was the perfect character and he had a huge impact in that role. I don't think you can just, like, replace the actor. Yeah. So I think it'll be, like, what you were talking about earlier with the sister taking the mantle. And the only reason I said that is because she has done it in the comics. Right. And that would Um, make sense. And I, I just, like... She's a good actress. I just don't know if I trust her fully to take over that role. But at the same time, it would be an extra layer of, like, uh, forward thinking. Kind of letting a woman take over the role, too. To where it's not just Black Widow and Captain Marvel that get their own movie. And I think uh, either way they go with it, it's going to be at least a couple years. Because oh, yeah. they're going to dwell on it. They're going to talk about what they're going to do. It's going to be a while. Well, and that's the thing. Marvel, not Marvel itself so much, but primarily Kevin Feige is very uh, careful with his decision-making as far as, like, continuity and stuff. He doesn't just throw stuff at the wall. and He, he tries to, like, go over it in his head and make sure it actually makes sense. Mm-hmm. So with the current uh, COVID stuff, that's definitely going to delay any Marvel movie for a while. But with this now, it'll be probably an extra couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen any other movies with Chadwick Boseman that you liked? Yeah. Uh, Get On Up, where he plays James Brown. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Uh, 42, where he plays Jackie Robinson. Um, I didn't get to see The Five Bloods yet. I, I have it in my watch list yeah. on Netflix. <laughs> it's, um, a, it's a long-ass movie. It's, right. It's, it's a, a Spike, Spike Jones movie. movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spike, Spike, Spike Lee. Lee. Yeah. Who's Spike Jones? Spike Jones is the dude from... Uh, well, he was from Jackass, but then he started directing movies. He directed her. Oh, he, okay. He's in The Wolf of Wall Street. He's the dude that works at that little uh, Bonds place that Jordan Belford goes to apply at, and he ends up selling a shit ton of oh, okay. He's the, like the boss of that place. Okay. Yeah. I, I always get them mixed up, and I know that I shouldn't, but... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but those are the two main movies that I've seen with him. Okay. I really want to watch uh, The Five Bloods. I know I've seen him in a couple other things. I'm going to pull up his IMDb real quick. He's been in a lot. 
He has. And I feel like he was really underrated until... Oh, he was also... Was he in 12 Years of Slavery or was that somebody else? That was, uh... I, f- I don't know how to pronounce his name. I don't want to butcher it, but he was in the... He's the dude in uh, Doctor Strange. Oh, uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yeah, yeah. He's a really good actor, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, obviously, he was in Captain America. Civil yeah. War. And then... Says he only has 35 acting credits. Wow. Uh, I never watched 21 Bridges. Yep. I heard good things about that one. Um, uh, He was in Gods of Egypt? I didn't see that movie. I don't think anybody (laughs) saw that movie. Um, Obviously, get on up. Draft Day? I don't remember him in Draft Day. That's that Kevin Costner movie. Yeah, yeah I figured I you would have watched it because you actually watched the draft. <laughs> I know Kevin Costner's in it. I don't want to touch <laughs> You don't like Kevin Costner? No. Only exception I have is Man of Steel. Okay. Why? I'm, I'm just really curious now. There's just something about him. I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> something about his face. Yeah. Um, is there like a... Like a specific reason though, just like no. no movie that made you hate him. I just don't like the guy. I was like, did you watch his Robin Hood movie or something? No, but I saw like <laughs> like people talking shit about that one. Where like he has he's supposed to have like a British accent, but he fucking like turns it off every now and then. <laughs> I fucking, I was watching. Uh, I think I was watching Brooklyn Nine Nine the other day, and he was uh, one of the characters was talking about. They're like, oh yeah, my favorite movie is uh, Kevin Costner's. Uh, Robin Hood. And they're like, really? He's like, yeah, dude, he pulls off, like, an impeccable British <laughs> accent. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I know that's fucking bullshit. Sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny as hell, though. Um, yeah, so like, I haven't seen too much of his stuff, but, like, what I have seen, I loved uh, Chadwick Boseman's yeah. um, acting. Mm-hmm. He was really good. I think that probably tonight I'll break down and watch The Five Bloods just to get that in my and if you get the chance well, you should watch he did like a commencement like speech or whatever for this college mm-hmm. and he talked about his acting career and all that stuff it's pretty inspiring hell yeah I'll have to check that out um and then just cause I know that me and you have a lot of pent up stuff <laughs> with uh the Batman cause yeah. that trailer mm-hmm. came out I know we already talked about it but we had Nate and Justice with us, and Nate did not give a fuck. <laughs> not only that, like, I felt like we didn't get to really talk about it because they were kind of, like, doing it, their own thing. And it, it was all over the place. Causing me a lot of stress, and, <laughs> and I was kind of pissed the whole time, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was right there with you. Um, but, so, well, let, let's break down a couple things real quick. There's a lot to fucking break oh, down. Dude, like, we can literally just make this whole rest of this podcast Not just for Batman. It. Yeah, it, it would be easy to dissect a two and a half minute trailer for the next 45 you know what minutes. the fucking crazy part is, too? They only shot 25% of it. Yeah. And if you notice in the trailer, I'm sure you noticed it, like, all the clips they shown look like they're from the same, like, two scenes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, but it's so well put together. Like, that trailer was all I needed. Like, they could literally not show me anything else, and I am hyped from now until 10 years. Like, I don't fucking make me wait 10 years, but still, like, I don't need anything else. I love watching all these reaction videos, too. Yeah. Because every time it goes to the the part where he beats the shit out of that guy, everyone loses their minds. (laughs) That was fucking (laughs) brutal. (laughs) So, okay, so let's start from the top. Yeah. You have the opening with... 
the, assumedly the Riddler. Like and almost, not even just that. I like the WB and the DC stuff when it's it like shows neon, up with the tape. Yeah. It, every every crack of that tape, like a tape pull, it like jumps at yeah. you. Um, and then it opens with a shot of a what what would you call it? Like almost like a plastic mask. Yeah, it looks plastic or rubbery. Yeah. It looks fucking weird. It looks like almost like a hazmat suit. Yeah, and I sent you that text that the dude. Yes, it, it could it was potentially like some sort of like military type mask from like World War One or something. Yeah, it's like, like they based it off of it. Like almost like a gas mask without the gas. Yeah. part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Zodiac Killer esque. Yes, it, it a lot of like the leaving the clues and stuff like that. It looks like he could potentially be almost himself aiming at the Court of Owls. Yeah. Um, so it opens up with him killing the mayor of Gotham. Mm-hmm. Or I Some based, higher up. Yeah, based on like all the breakdowns and stuff I've seen, it looks like it's the mayor who's like super corrupt, who does business with like the Falcons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he duct tapes his face and writes no more lies. And then you get uh, the break in of the Nirvana song Something's uh, Something in the Way Something in the Way and then uh, Jim Gordon vo- voiceover from uh, what's his name I'm drawing a blank right now uh, oh my god I'm drawing oh, a blank too uh, Jeffrey Wright yes yes okay. <laughs> and I was like oh and he's kind of reading off the riddle and you see Batman walking through this hallway with all of these cops just... And you haven't seen that before in a Batman movie. Him in a room with full of cops. And it's so... I think it's beautiful. Yeah. Because it shows that there's been a change. Like, it shows you that we you have left year one. And Batman and Commissioner Gordon are, like, that tight. Yeah, or they're at least starting to develop yeah. a relationship. Where it looks like a lot of the cops are very hesitant to even yeah. look at him. Because... Yep. While you're going down the hallway, a lot of those cops are looking directly at the camera, so you're in Batman's point of view. Yeah. That, that I think, is my favorite part. Yeah. I Um, want some fucking, like, beef between him and the cops. Yeah. For sure. Like, especially because, like, it seems like it could be the dirty cops that are like, oh, shit, like... That and cops, I think, in general, in real life, would, like, not like a vigilante anyway. Yeah. But, and that's the surprising part, is, like... And not surprising, because it is something we grew up with from the animated series and yeah. from movies and stuff like that, but it's surprising to see in a realistic, grounded setting. Yeah. Um, and also, did you notice uh, when he when Gordon opens the card, did you notice that on the cover of the card it was an owl? Yes. I don't know if that means anything, but... So that could either be a reference just to Halloween, because it looked like a yeah. Halloween card. Yeah. But at the same time, I think that is just like a little extra nod towards the Court of Owls. Yeah, and I think the corruption stuff that he's talking about, I think it is the Coral. Yeah, I, and I, that, and that's why I think like we'll, we'll get to the line at yeah. the at the end of the trailer, but what he says at the end of the trailer makes me think about it that yep. much more. Yep. Like we'll, we'll get there, but um, and so Gordon basically asks like, "Do you know anything about this?" and then you get a shot of the, it up. yeah, it, that was, and the camera flare off of it, like the, oh yeah, mm-hmm. and then that's the first like image you get of him in the suit in the crime scene. 
And he looks like fucking Batman. If all the people talk shit about him, he looks like Batman. He has the stature and, like, obviously we haven't seen him without a shirt, which I really, honestly, like, Batman. I know you want to see it. I do, (laughs) in a completely um, non-homo way, (laughs) in in the most um, heterosexual manner possible. (laughs) Maybe a little bit of homo. I don't know. It's um, all right. <laughs> everyone's a little gay. Yeah. Uh, but he, like, he carries himself perfectly. Yeah. As he looks Batman. menacing, too. Yes. And then you get a shot of what's inside of the card. The card says... It has a riddle. It says, What does a liar do when he dies? And it has, like these weird symbols and like I looked at an actual breakdown for it and it was like kind of mm. cool how they figured it out yeah and they, um, that, that reminds me of the Zodiac Killer too the symbols and shit yeah it's it's really like they went really deep into like figuring out a way to make it make sense make them not cheese I, I hope they do a different cipher for everything so it's not yeah. like so easy for people to figure out like especially if they release more trailers like if normal people were able to figure that out maybe yeah. that's him like making it easy to solve on purpose or something yeah and so the answer to the riddle is uh, he lies still. Yeah. But it like it's a play on words. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay, so I just he, got it right he now. He lies still like in the coffin, but he lies still because at the funeral everyone is lying about the fact that oh, he's such a good guy and this and that like I did praising not fucking him. pick that up until you said yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, like and that's why he attacks again at the funeral. Yeah. And assumedly has, like, a captive who has another message for the Batman. Yeah. And, they, and then that's when you get the shot of Bruce Wayne. Yes. And he saves a kid from getting plowed over by the whatever kind of... Was that a truck? Yeah, um, it looked like an SUV of some kind. What do yeah. you think of Bruce Wayne's look in that that shot? I'm comfortable with it. I like it. I, I read this thing. He looks like a playboy. Yeah, actually, uh, John Campia, who does a lot of uh, movie-related videos, he said his, like, one nitpick that he had was Bruce Wayne's look. He said he wanted him to be the nice haircut, suave-looking guy, like you usually see. But I like this version better, because he looks, he still looks like that, but a little more on the edge. Yeah, he he does look a little bit more broken on the outside. Like, he doesn't look like he's really trying hard to keep up appearances, but at the same time, we're also seeing him in an event that just... I mean, his hair's messed up because he just jumped in front of a kid to save him. Yeah. So it's like... I think we're going to have to wait for the movie to actually judge that part, but even then, I like the idea that he's a more broken down, like, even to the public. Yeah. Because hiding... Like, my, my, my favorite thing that I think I've ever heard is, like... Batman is, like, Bruce Wayne is actually Batman, and Bruce Wayne is the mask. Yeah. Batman is who he is. Yeah, because, like, Batman is where he's most comfortable. He feels uncomfortable in his skin mm-hmm. as Bruce Wayne, because he has to pretend that he's just a, another billionaire who just doesn't give a shit about people below him. Yeah. And it looks like it the way he's playing it so far, it looks like it hurts him yeah. to have to do that. And this, ha- this is probably going to be the most um, 
tortured version of him I think we've seen. Yes. Even more so, because Ben Affleck was, and at least in Batman vs. Superman, he was. He was always serious even when he was Bruce Wayne. Yes. But not like this. Yeah, no, this is... I think this will be the darkest version of Batman we've gotten, which is... It'll be the more re- most realistic, too. Yes. So far from what we've seen. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. And uh, you're Just staying on that funeral scene for a moment, they yeah. bring in a... Uh, bomb diffusing robot. Yeah. But the bomb still ends up going off. You see Batman like fly across the room. And that, that shot when he's in the suit, it's like the same setting as the shot before. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminded me of the bank scene in Spider-Man 2 where he's at the <clears> bank with Aunt May and then all of a sudden he shows up in the suit. I think it'll be like kind of like that. Doc Ock. Yeah, he'll go and hide up. somewhere to change and then come back. Yeah, I know that. I, I could definitely see that. I just, I'm curious how he can do it right so quickly because like Spider-Man makes sense because it's like a leotard. Under his clothes. Yeah. Whereas, like, if Bruce Wayne was wearing a bat suit underneath his clothes, <laughs> it'd be noticeable yeah. as fuck. <laughs> and that suit is fucking... It's beefy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it has... Not necessarily padding, but it has armor. Yeah, you look, because the whole thing is that he made it himself. Yeah. So it looked like he just got some like tactical gear or some shit and just like formatted it how he wanted. Yeah. I know a lot of people were pointing at the uh his like wrist where he has like it looks like he has like knives or something on him. And a lot of people pointed to the fact that it kinda reminds them of uh the Talon. Yep, he has from the Court of Elves. Like and it looks it looks dope and it looks like a makeshift Batman. It looks the way it should, especially when Batman's first starting before he like really, really gets his reins under. I, I would say, like, honestly, year six or seven is where Batman should, like, be... More advanced. Yeah. And, like, earlier in the scene when he's walking into that crime scene, it shows the shots of his, of his a shot of his boots. Mm-hmm. Those look just like normal-ass boots yeah. that he picked up somewhere. They look like combat boots. Yeah, it's cool. It's dope. And, <laughs> like, obviously, I want to see it progress over the years, but, like, this is the perfect way... To set up Batman. Mm-hmm. Because he needs to build a circle of people he can trust. Because you can't just buy a bat suit. Right. <laughs> you need to like <laughs> you need to kind of vet people out and make sure you're not gonna get ratted out. Like even I, making that thing to begin with would be fucking hard to do. Oh yeah. <laughs> well like you kinda got to see it in Batman Begins. Yeah. Where he is like testing different materials for like the bat head mm-hmm. and it's like shattering every time he hits it with a fucking hammer mm-hmm. he's like yeah probably not <laughs> um I, I would like to see a relationship with like a Lucius Fox type uh, I don't want it to be as quick as they did it with um Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman yeah. because it, I liked it I just I felt like it was Slightly unnatural because he like just comes back from the fucking League of Shadows, yeah. And he's like, "Ooh, let's look at this guy." And I just I want him to be more careful and calculated. Like he's suspicious of everyone. And shit? Uh, yeah, like he yeah. needs to make sure he like answers all the questions before he takes a risk. Yeah, because that's a big risk to be, just be like, "Hey, I know you work for me, and can you make me some shit?" <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So like until he. I just I need more reason. Yeah, I guess is my thing. Um, so then leaving the funeral scene, uh, what happens next? Do we get our first image of Oswald Cobblepot? No, the, the next scene after that is uh, you see Catwoman. Oh, okay. down. With, and with her makeshift uh, cat. Yeah, 
hat, I guess we could yeah. call it. Um, and you can tell she's wearing like, just like a leather jacket and leather pants. Yeah. And she's trying to rob some. It actually looks like that same uh, building that the Riddler was in at the beginning of the trailer. Yes. And I heard uh, that there could be a reason that she's in there. Mm-hmm. She could be being blackmailed by the Riddler. Or she could be trying to... Like, especially if they're going with the, like, prostitute version of Catwoman. Yeah. She could just be trying to retrieve information from the mayor's safe to, like, not implicate her. Okay. Um, just, like, theories. Also, uh, just to point out real quick, Colin Farrell's uh, Penguin has a scar... From like right under his nose across his For some chest. reason I thought it was a fucking oxygen tube when I first saw it. <laughs> um, I heard a theory that also potentially if you see if you look at Catwoman with that ski mask, she doesn't really look she doesn't really seem like she's trying to hide too much of her face because her chin showing. Her eyes are showing. Yeah, she's just like, this is the best I could do, maybe. Like, well, first. also, there's a theory that potentially she has the same scar, and it's a, like an identifying mark. Oh. Like, or something like that. Or, like, she's just hiding a scar along that line okay. to where, like, that would be the most easily identifiable part of her. Okay. Um, other than that, I, I don't know why she wouldn't just wear a full ski mask. Right. I do like it, though, too, because, like, when shows are from the back... Yeah, the you, pointy they're, ears. They're kind of like ears. <laughs> I thought that was cool because I was like, if she's just a cat burglar, I don't see anybody actually going that far to like make the ears. But like, yeah, but it's kind of alluded to. Yeah, of. I I do like that because it's yeah. not like subtle. Yeah, it, it's very subtle. It's yeah. not like here you go. <laughs> Where are these? <laughs> yeah. Um, like, and I think that's the thing. I really liked uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, but it did feel way too on the nose. It really did, and like we talked about before, that that whole Catwoman definitely fit the Tim Burton oh, yeah. vibe. The, the stitched together suit, yeah. the just the whole aesthetic of... You can tell when the Batman movies stopped being Tim Burton movies. Yeah. <laughs> when they became Joel Schumacher yeah. films. Um, you, there was just a different lighting tone. <laughs> That's all yeah. that really needs to be said, because you got a lot more purples and... Yeah, bu- Batman Returns, that was like a... Pretty dark movie from oh, back yeah. then. Like it was, everyone was excited because they were like, "Ooh, the Batman or Batman 1989 was dark." They were like, "Ooh, this is way darker than yeah. the 1966." That uh, it wasn't campy like yeah. that was. And then it like got dialed up to eleven. Yeah, what's issue with this? And there was a lot of issues. Like, do you know the reason why they stopped going so dark? Well, it, well, isn't it they uh, didn't they kick Tim Burton off it or something because it was too dark? They, cause, because they couldn't sell like toys or anything like that. Because for of a deal they had with McDonald's. Yeah, with yeah. Happy Meals. Yeah, they couldn't do. And that. They couldn't do the super dark toys because they're like, dude, they're gonna t- scare the shit out of kids. Yeah, and that's why they went with Joel Schumacher. It's so dumb though. Like, I, I like Joel Schumacher, some of Joel Schumacher's films, but like, not those. <laughs> when I was a kid, I loved them. I will oh, say yeah. that. Yeah. But looking at them now and comparing them. I'll just take Tim Burton. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's still fun to go back and watch them just for, like, fu- the fun of it. But, like, if you're trying to have a legit good Batman movie, those aren't on my radar. <laughs> um, and then, so, moving forward after the introduction to Catwoman. and getting to see the penguin. Yes. Get to see the scar across his face. And he, Colin Farrell is unrecognizable. 
Actually, we were debating when we first saw it whether that uh, was him or not. And honestly, I, I still, you really, really, really have to look at him. And it's it's his eyes. That's it. Yeah, well, if you look at the eyes for a while, you can see it. After yeah. when you're like, oh, okay. And even like I saw a report that Jeffrey Wright didn't even know. That that was Colin Farrell. <laughs> he's like, yeah, we got some dude playing Penguin. We don't know who the fuck it is. Yeah. He's like, I thought that fucking Colin Farrell was playing the part, but it doesn't look like him. Yeah. Um, get a couple of other shots of the Penguin throughout the trailer. One while he's getting chased in the car, and then one during, like, a shootout. Yeah. Um, and... I almost feel like that's the beginning of the movie. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Uh, and this is... This is Oswald Cobblepot before he becomes the Penguin. Yeah. Uh, Matt Reeves said he hates being yeah. called the Penguin. Mm-hmm. That's uh, the thing with all these characters. They're still in their early developments to where they're not what we know. Yeah. yeah. I, I think almost as much as I'm excited to see the progression of Batman, I'm excited to see the progression of the villains. Yeah. Because the one thing I liked about Iron Man is... He was always the reason his villains were around. Like, if it wasn't for him, there wouldn't have been the monsters that he created. Yeah. Essentially. And that's the same with Batman. Yes. But I feel like they can do it better with Batman. Yeah. Where, like, it just got... It felt very, like, one, two, three with Iron Man. It was like, here, here, here. Like, you have to hit these notes. Well, that too, and like, a lot of superhero movies, like, villain-wise... They're always around for that one movie. Yes. We've never seen them to where they develop throughout multiple. Like, we didn't even get that with the Christopher Nolan movies. No. Like, the only... Technically, I guess you could kind of say Ra's al Ghul with uh, Begins and Dark Knight Rises. But more than anything, that was kind of showing, like, he had a huge hold over Batman's future. Yeah. It wasn't so much, like, Ra's al Ghul as a character. And... The only other one, too, would be Scarecrow. He was, like, in the beginning mm-hmm. of a, The Dark Knight for a little bit. That's true. I forgot about that. Like, he's, like, five minutes. he's, like, the judge or whatever in that little... Well, he's getting chased in that parking garage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was there. Well, wasn't he in their little, like, court system when Bane had the... Like, when Bane took over the city in Dark Knight Rises? Was he in The Dark Knight Rises? I believe so. Oh, okay. So he was in all three. Yeah. That's well, kind of weird. I didn't realize that. Yeah. But I think with these, we're going to get... They're going to play big roles throughout yes. the whole franchise. And I'm excited to see that, especially... And I know I kind of said this in a previous podcast, but I think it was a couple of months ago, honestly, at this point. Um, I want to see a progression of the Joker, where he's kind of pulling strings, but not, like, to a Court of Owls level. Like, do you want him mentioned? I don't even want him mentioned or anything of this one yet. I wouldn't mind... An end scene like Batman Begins. Oh, the card. Or or even if I don't get a card, just like a silhouette. Or yeah, or maybe something to where they mention like there's this guy yeah, like, who like looks like a clown or some shit. Yeah, I don't want it to be I honestly want them to hide the casting of the Joker for a while too. Like if they can do that, give me a mystery like I think that would be the way I would want it. Give a mystery of, like, there's all these extra, like, side crimes going on behind the scenes that he's just not focused on at the time. That, like, he has to, like, pick up the pieces and over, like, a three-movie period. And then the Joker, like, reveals, like, in the third one. Yeah. Where, like, you realize that, oh, shit, like, he's been behind 
a lot of stuff that was going on in the background that like didn't even give a second thought to. Yeah. Like maybe like some catastrophic stuff that's happening in the background where you never get an answer for why it happened until three movies later. Yeah. Like I'd be happy with that. Yeah, because I don't really want a Joker until Batman's been Batman for like five plus years. I honestly wouldn't even mind like a Joker who's already the Joker, but like without the makeup in the background, just like hidden to where no one notices. Or maybe he's just not that Joker yet. He hasn't gone through it. Depending on how they're going to like make the Joker in these. Because it's not realistic for him to fall in a bat of acid and yeah. come out white. They're not going to do that. They might just I, have I to paint his face again. I hope they don't do that just for the sake of not being like Jared Leto. Right. I, I wouldn't mind the whole, like, Ace Chemicals thing where, like, it kind of twists his mind. I would but, actually it'd be cool if he did fall in there and he actually came out super fucked up. Yes. And he has to discover it. Like, he kind of looks like how he does... Um, in the Arkham uh, City, not those, but the comics where he kind of, where he cuts his own face off and shit, yes. like kind of like that. I would be happy with that too, where he like he puts the makeup on to like kind of cover, cover up all the, the fucked up things. You can still see he's all fucked up. Yes, that's what it's like. I'd be really happy with that. Um, ultimately, it's a wait and see game yeah. with that, but like we can sit here and craft theories on the Joker alone <laughs> for the next. Yeah. We can do like three podcasts on that by yeah. itself, but. So moving forward from there, we get our introduction to Penguin, and then after that, is this the beatdown scene? No, that's uh, after that is where you see uh, Batman and Catwoman interact for the first time. Okay, where she's like trying to fight him or some shit. Yes, you get that, and then right after that is like that Penguin shootout thing, and, and you get your first real image of the Batmobile in action. Yeah, there, which and then it's so yeah. sexy. Yeah, I'm so happy. <laughs> It's the, just a fucking car, which is cool. Open engine. And it's not a fucking tank. It's so time. beautiful. Yeah. I, I love muscle cars, so that's, like, my weakness. Yeah. And that to be made into a Batmobile is like, ooh, I can go buy one of these and yeah. do this shit myself. And it just adds to, like, the authenticity of, like, the realistic tone. Like, yeah. he just bought that car and he, like, souped it up. And I honestly think that through the years, that's going to change, too, though. Yeah, he I, might end up with a fucking tank again. I don't, I, I, I don't want it to be... Tank-like in movement, at least. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind something more armored down the line. But it, right like now, an this armored is just version like, of the Tim Burton one in a way, not as like campy, campy. Like, and yeah. that's weird to say because at the time it was dark, but yeah. now looking at it, yeah. it was campy. But like a more realistic version of that, that'd be tight. Yes, I'd be happy with that because, dude. I mean, like even in the comics up until ba- Dark Knight, it was pretty much always like. Kind of that version of the car. He Tim Burton pretty much set up a whole lot of shit. Oh yeah, for like a long time after that, he lended a lot of those visuals you got from uh, the Batman and Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. Even being uh, ended up being put into the animated series. Yeah, like that was the reason that the Penguin looked the way he did in the animated series. Because yeah. they could have gone anyway, but now they're like, okay. DeVito was way too recognizable. <laughs> like, there's no way we can go another way. Yeah. Where, I think in the 66 version, I don't think he was as, uh... He wasn't as, plump. like, monstrous. Yeah. He was just, like, a normal dude with a suit. He had the cackle and a monocle. That's yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> and he and, talked kind of dumb. Yeah. And his nose was kind of, like, curved a little oh. bit. Yeah. yeah. But that's about it. He wasn't, like, Danny DeVito where he has, like, a fins or yeah. some shit. I, I was happy they didn't, like... 
that the Finns didn't really stick around for too long. That <laughs> yeah. didn't really make a whole lot of sense. I will say, though, I did love the fact that they used Pee Wee Herman to be uh, Oswald Cobblepot's dad in that movie. Yeah. That <laughs> was just like something I didn't notice until I was in my teens. Right. <laughs> like, it didn't make any sense. And then... I think that was the highest point that the Gotham TV show ever got to because they used him as Oswald Cobblepot's oh, dad in that too. Just as like a little Easter egg. I was yeah. like, that's, that's dope. Um, uh, so going from there, then we do get to our fight scene. No. No? Before that, is, uh, it all shows the chase scene with Penguin. Okay. And then, um, wait, hold on, let me think. Am I doing this right? It's, it's hard because it's a lot of jump cuts. No, it is the fight scene. Okay. It is. Yeah. So, you get a group of, like, face-painted thugs, like a gang. There's a bunch of theories about them already, too. Yes, because a lot of people are also saying, like, it gives a lot of major, uh, is it Batman and Robin vibes? Oh, yeah. With, like, the Those face-painted... neon people? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um... Where a Robin meets up and has, like, the races and stuff, yeah. and Batgirl shows up and all that shit. Um, it gives a lot of those vibes, but a lot of people are also pointing to the fact that, like, oh, like, face paint, ooh, it means Joker, or... That were the Sons of Batman, I heard. Yes, which, if it was Sons of Batman, I would consider it more the mutants pre-Sons of Batman. Um, especially because they say, who are you? Right. So it's like... And that, that, the, I was just so happy with the following line, because it's, <laughs> so, he does, he, like, breaks the dude's jaw, beats the shit out of him breaks standing up. Breaks his arm. Yeah. Beats the shit out of him standing up, he falls, and he gives him another two thwumps. <laughs> it's, it's brutal as fuck. He's I've fast never, as fuck. Oh, yeah. And I've never seen a Batman go that much overboard. Like, Ben Affleck's was, like... It was calculated, but it wasn't like like it wasn't unhinged. Yes, it, it was. It was calculated. It was. I have to do this. It wasn't. And it looked like he had like a fighting style. Yeah. Whereas like Robert Pattinson's kind of reminds me of Arkham Knight because yeah. of the idea of using fear as a weapon. Yeah. Because if you brutalize one person, you don't have to beat the shit out of twenty. <laughs> And you see, like, after he beats the show, the guy, there's a kid in the back, and you can see he's, like, crying. The black kid? Yeah, he's, like, yeah, crying. His eyes are just welled <laughs> up. Like, it, that, I will say, that's good acting from him, because that's just, like, you, that, can, you can see the terror in his eyes. Or that, or, like, he's just a fan, and he's, like, crying from, like, joy. Like, I mean, I would, too. <laughs> like, yes. But you can see the terror in his eyes. Yeah. And then him looking up from that point and saying, you get your first... Sounds of the Batman voice. Yeah, because that guy asked him, who the hell are you supposed to be? He says, I am Vengeance. Vengeance. Yeah. And I really... So I was listening... I found a new channel I subscribed to called New Rockstars. Yeah. And it's all comic book stuff. Yeah. And he says... or He got me thinking, because he does say it in his uh, breakdown of the trailer. It would be really dope if throughout the movie, like, every time people ask, he says, like... The first time he says, I am Vengeance. And then someone will ask him again later in the movie. And, like, he's not really wanting to embrace the name of Batman. Because it just feels too cheesy to him. Or, like, it just doesn't feel like a title he It'd really It'd be, like, wants. something that the police and everyone else is calling him and he's not using it yet. Yeah. He's and so like, like, annoyed of it. He, he, he kind of... I feel like he's going to get brighter 
it, like if it does go this way, because it's gonna go like I am vengeance, then later like I am the night. Like he feels like he's on like a crusade or something. Yeah. And then by the end, he's like he accepts it and he's like I am Batman. Like on the last, like the fucking like the last like fight scene or whatever the fuck. That's when he says I'm Batman. I'm yeah. Batman. Like I'd be happy with that because, yeah. and I think that would be him kind of. Br- I, I think if that is the case and he says it, it would be to the court of owls to where it's like that name would give them more terror than him trying to pretend to be something else. Right. Um, I, I don't... I, I I just... I love that line from the animated series. Like, I've watched that section of the animated series <laughs> probably like ten times this week, too, because I just... I love it. It's impactful. It's simple. And it's probably my favorite Batman catchphrase. Yeah. Because Batman doesn't really have many one-liners. And I even liked it when he finally said it in Arkham Knight at the end. Yes. I'm like, oh, shit. Well, especially because you have Kevin Conroy. Yeah. It's, Kevin Conroy will forever be the voice of Batman. Yeah. Like, no matter if I watch an, another animated movie with somebody else or play another video game without him, like, I'll always hear that voice. Same with Mark Hamill with the Joker. Oh, dude. That... You know how long it took me to realize that was fucking Luke Skywalker? Me that too, I didn't know for a long time, yeah. That made me that much happier, though. Like, yeah. realizing someone can literally be space Jesus, yeah. <laughs> and then you have, like, the most psychotic version of anything. Like, especially when you put it to the Arkham games. Like, yeah. he played that to a T. yeah every chance he got and he was fantastic do you know that he was not the original choice for the Joker in the animated series I remember seeing something about that Tim Curry yes and then something happened he got sick yeah and so they were like we just gotta start production so you're the next best guy yeah and in my opinion the better guy they only went after Tim Curry because he was just Pennywise right before that um so, moving on from that fight scene, because, like, like I said, we have to, like, try to move a little bit faster, because it's, we can literally stay in each section of this for, yeah. like, a day at a time. Yeah. So, uh, moving on from there, what do we get? After that, that's when you see the engine fire up on the Batmobile. Oh, we did then, miss something. What? Uh, before this, before a couple spaces before, you get also the sound of Andy Circus's. Uh, Alfred. Oh yeah, right after the crime scene, you see like, because because Gordon's not the commissioner yet, is what I'm guessing. Because whoever that old guy is, the beard, I think yes. that's the commissioner. And then you see uh, Bruce Wayne look at it from a distance, and he already has the fucking eye makeup on, look, and then he puts the helmet on, and he goes back to the Batcave, and that's when you hear Andy Serkis's voice. Yes. Yeah. And, and it looks like a. Oh, like I was watching that new Rockstars thing, and it looks like. There was something that happened wrong when they were, like, installing the subways or something. Yeah. Where they flooded. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's using a abandoned, like, f- previously flooded train station. Which would make sense because he'd have access to everything through yeah. the tunnels and shit. It'd be really quick to just zip around. Yeah. Um, also, that uh, guy who looks like he's probably the commissioner. Mm-hmm. And there's a cop standing right next to him. They were in a movie recently together. I'm going to look it up real quick because I don't, I don't want to be wrong, but basically, like, it, the guy said that they were probably cast that way to where, like, the commissioner is actually, like, a guy who's who's doing his job and is, like, doing good and stuff and is, like, 
almost kind of a symbol of hope in the police department. Mm. And the guy next to him is like a corrupt cop okay. that probably ends up turning on him, and that's why Gordon probably ends up becoming the commissioner down the line. Okay. Because I got the opposite effect. When I saw that guy with the beard, he, did like, look he looked creepy. scummy. Yes. Like, the and, way he's kind of like grinning, kind of. like. And I'm hoping that he is more scummy, because I think that would just add a little bit more reason for Gordon to like weed out the police. Yeah. Um, and try to like weed out the corruption inside the police system. I, I think that would be the way to go with it. But yeah. just based off of like what that guy said and both of those guys from one movie being put in like unless they're playing the opposites. Right. Like it just it's kind of weird. Like I always try to pay attention to casting stuff like that because we paid attention to that with the Joker with the kid they cast as Bruce Wayne. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it just the little things. I got that commissioner getting killed off by the Riddler. I could believe that too. Like it it wouldn't it would make sense. Yeah. Because he he seems like he's trying to almost do the same job as Batman, but he's going way over the line. Yeah, and like I was telling you the other day, my brother was telling me that um, the Riddler kind of looks like he's inspired by Earth One Riddler, mm-hmm. where he's actually like a legit serial killer, and the reason that he starts doing his thing is because Batman, he's unable to kill, and that like drives the Riddler to start killing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he ends up getting more and more violent as Batman, like, starts to try to figure out who he is. Yeah, no, and it makes sense, because he plays it, I don't know, it. the way that the trailers come off, I'm really hoping they stick to the no-kill rule, because, like, while I did like Batman vs. Superman... You didn't like the kill. That was the one thing that killed me, just because, like, that was always, like... The thing with Batman, unless yeah. it's explained, but yeah. especially for an early Batman, that needs to be in place, and that could be why, that could be, like, the big thing that, like, drives him to stop the Riddler, even though they're doing a similar job. Yeah, and I think it'd be tight if there was a scene at the beginning where Batman, like, almost kills somebody, like, beats him so bad that they almost die or something like that, yeah. and then he realizes, he's like, Like, oh, that fuck. dude he beats the shit out yeah, of Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then he... Because, yeah, like, in that scene, like, he looks, like, unhinged. Like, he has no restraint yet. Yes. Oh, it was that Chernobyl uh, TV show. Oh, okay. Him and that other guy were in. Okay. Uh, and they played those roles. So, okay. just going off that, I'm not sure how that'll play into it, but we'll see. Yeah. Um... So going from there in the trailer, I know I cut you off because I realized the train station stuff. Yeah. Uh, where do we go from there? Yeah, so after the fight scene, you see the engine start up on the Batmobile, mm-hmm. and then that's when you get the chase scene. Batman's chasing the penguin. Okay. And he says, this guy's crazy. It doesn't sound like he has an accent yet, either. The penguin. I really... Unless or not, he's not going to have it at all. I want him to have the Irish accent, but... Not yet. I want him to... So I want to... I want him to do it like the way they kind of portrayed him in the Arkham games, where, like, around his guys, he plays it up with an accent that he actually doesn't have. Yeah. And, like, when he's, like, fearing for his fucking life because Batman's chasing him, he, like, breaks the accent because he's just like, oh, shit, like, it's not time to play pretend. Yeah, so maybe it'll be something like that. But that's, you see that, and then you see a scene with the police and Batman when Batman grapples up that staircase or whatever, mm-hmm. you can see the police shoot at him. Hmm. I wonder if those are just corrupt cops, though. Could be. Like, trying to be like, get the fuck out of our Yeah, room. and I think that happens right after the scene where you see Batman in that in the police station and Gordon, mm-hmm. like, slams him up against the wall. Yes. That probably well, So is right that, that Gordon slamming him up against the wall, or is that 
him trying to separate Batman from I think the it's more than that. He's like trying to force him over there to get him away yeah. from Because they the just beef. seem like they're all against him. Yeah. And Gordon kind of like, I think... Um, he doesn't want him to step over the line and ruin the progress they've already yeah. made. Yeah, because I don't think like in the TV show that's going to take place in year one of Batman, mm-hmm. I think in that show, Gordon doesn't like Batman yet. I'm but actually in, really excited yeah. for that show. But I then will buy HBO Max for that show. Yeah. <laughs> and, but in this movie, he's already kind of like accepted the fact that he is here. Yes. So, um, Do you think we'll get Robert Pattinson in that show at all? I think so. I mean, I think it would be smart to do. Yeah, especially if you can see him how he acts in his first year as Batman. Oh, it'd be for like it, it would be cool just to see Bruce Wayne walk into the police station just to like kind of survey things. Yeah, and see who he can and can't trust. Mm-hmm. Um, without like outing himself. Yeah, obviously. And it seems like Matt Reeves is like going in on this whole Batman thing. Like, he's... Hey, this might be what he works on, like, for the next five years. Oh, dude, I would be so... <laughs> I want him to work on it for the next... I know this is, like, unrealistic as hell. I want someone... I want the same Batman, I want the same director for the next 20 years. I just, as fuck. I want one solid run to where it doesn't feel like there's nothing else we can do. Like, I, I want it to be... Okay, we've exhausted all options with Bruce Wayne, so now we have to move on to see what Dick Grayson would be like as Batman, or what Damian Wayne, or Tim Drake, or even a broken-down Jason Todd would do when there's no one else to take up the mantle. Dude, did you see a Jason Todd and Joker sequence in a movie? That'd be tight as fuck. Like the birth of Red Hood, that'd be tight. That would be... Honestly, oh, especially if it's I, like in Arkham Knight, the flashbacks and stuff. Uh, that shit you see. I'll be straight with you though. I just got chills because like that would be. <laughs> I feel like I could die if yeah. I see that in, like live action. Yeah. Because you know it'd be fucking brutal as fuck. Yes. Uh, so once we're done with this, well, this will probably go a little bit longer than our normal podcast. Yeah. I want to know. We'll we'll do a little casting thing for Robbins. Oh okay. Just to. Give a little bit. Okay. Um, so, okay, going from there, from the police station scene, then... Yeah, but that, that was... We missed that part. But then... Uh, oh, yeah, you're talking about when he grapples up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see that, and then after that, you see those thugs with the face paint yeah. standing, and the Batman just, like, comes up in front of him. And you see the back of his head. Mm-hmm. That's the next part. So I think that... Because... Oh, there's another part we missed. There's another scene where those one of those face painted dudes shoots Batman too. Okay, yes. Yeah. So I think that's all the same scene. It shows like he pops up in front of him, he gets shot, and then he beats the shit out of the guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, that's when you see the Batman logo pop up. And which that was cool too. You like how the A has the batty? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. So we did miss the ending uh, scene though, because. He's talking to, I'm assuming, the Riddler. Yeah, that happens after the logo. Oh, it does? Yeah. I thought it was before for some reason. So is it immediately after the logo? Yeah. Okay. So you get Batman taking off the cowl and talking to, assumedly, the Riddler. Yeah. While there's, like, a campaign ad on the screen for uh, some politician. And he says, well, you're a part of this, too. And he's like, well, how am I a part of that? Yeah. And doesn't he say, you'll see? Yeah, he says, you'll see. And 
That is what makes me think that Court of Owls probably has something to do with this movie. Yeah. Because more likely than not, the Waynes were part of the Court of Owls. Yeah. And Bruce Wayne was never brought in because he was too young and he had the protection from Alfred. Mm-hmm. I would like that to be a big thing to like Alfred protecting him from high society shit like that. Yeah. Because I mean, he's been raising him since he was a kid. It would yeah. only make sense. Right. Whereas if Thomas and Martha were still around, there's no guarantee that Bruce never would have become part of Court the Court of Owls. Yeah. Which is just kind of a weird little twist to put on that that I don't think has ever really been explored. Yeah. Which would be nice, because it's not disloyal to the comics, because there are some versions of Thomas Wayne that are extremely corrupt. Mm -hmm. And then there are some that are, like, super altruistic, like the Batman Begins version of Thomas Wayne. Um, Hopefully, I I don't know, I'm I'm excited either way, because... And then to end that off, you see a close-up of his face. Yes. And this is the first time in a movie that you see the fucking black makeup left behind, and you see his hair is all fucked up. That's the one thing I will say that I think Arrow did better than most Batman movies. Because mm-hmm. in the first few seasons, he's just wearing the grease paint. Yeah. And then he'll wear, like, the mask with the grease paint underneath. And I'm like, it's just that little, like, yeah. touch. Because there's no way to get your eyelids to look black without fucking up your face. Yeah, vision. and you see all the <laughs> other Batman movies, takes the cowl off, his hair is still all yeah. fucking nice. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day. It was like, I'm not the Batman. And he has, like, suntan <laughs> around his eyes and around, like, the square part of the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you also see a shot of, like, inside the Batcave a little bit where the Batmobile is up on this lift. Yes. And it looks makeshift, but I'm happy it's not, like, some cave underneath the house that he found out about. Cause, like, yeah, it just looks like a fucking... Unused. Yeah, it it just place. makes more logical sense. Yeah, because how in the fuck are you gonna hot like sneak in a bunch of like contractors to build you this fucking like? Because Bruce Wayne, like he may be intelligent, but he can't build an entire fucking cave system like yeah. and excavate it by himself. Yeah, and that's why I like these movies so much. Because even like I told you before, the uh, Christopher Nolan Batman movies, they're grounded, but there's still shit in there that was yeah. like fantastical. And I think that. Christopher Nolan's hands were kind of tied on that, though. Yeah. Because I think if he could have, he would have made it as grounded as possible. Yeah, and that's what this one looks like it's going to be. It doesn't look like there's any fucking, like, fantasy-type shit in there. And I think the only reason they're letting him do that is because it's disconnected from the DCEU. Or at least in a different universe, whatever they're going to say. Yeah, no, I... Never really paid much attention to Matt Reeves until now, but now I'm like. Have you seen the Apes movies? Money. I have not. Are he they... did. He did. He didn't do Rise of the Planet of the Apes. He did uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War of the Planet of the Apes. Okay, those I, two. I, and I heard those were fantastic. Directed Cloverfield. I have watched Cloverfield. I um, love Cloverfield. Yeah, and then he also directed. Because Let... I didn't realize T.J. Miller was in there for the longest time. <laughs> yeah, he directed Let Let Me In. Was it Let Me In or Let the Right One In? It's a vampire it's, movie with like Chloe Grace Moretz when she was like a little kid. I think it's Let Me In. Yeah. Let me sure. that, he did the American adaption of it. Okay. Yeah. But he is a good director. He's a really... And I trust him like fully with this. Yeah, no, dude. Like, honestly, at this point, just from seven weeks of filming, they have my... Well, they had my money when announcements were made. Yeah. They have my money... 
plus some. I will go to this multiple times. Like, if, if it was done, I'd pay them whatever they wanted to watch her right now. I'll be honest. I've seen very... It, it has let me in. Okay. Um, I've seen very few movies in the theaters multiple times. This will be, like, the one that I waste my money on. Like If this movie's as good as I think it's going to be, I will cry. Oh, dude. 100%. The 100%. I'll probably <laughs> cry on rewatches. I don't even care. I'll <laughs> cry in front of... <laughs> you came in. It's fucking beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because from so far what we see, it's like exactly what I've been wanting in a Batman movie. Oh, dude. just a superhero movie in general, like something like this is like exactly what I've been wanting. It looks like a fan film. Well, that's what, then that's what I'm saying. Like, I literally get the chills just from thinking about certain parts of this. Yeah. Like, to where like, this is all I want. Like, I know I'm. I have a wife and kids and all that, <laughs> but like, this makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> like, not that my family doesn't, but like, this is just. It's it's everything that I like grew up reading comics. It's everything that I imagined a Batman movie could be. Yeah. So it's just it hits the spot. Yeah, and um, I don't know if you watched the panel Matt Reeves talking about it. No, I couldn't get into it. I tried to click on really? it a million times. And I watched like, it like three times too. They're like, it's been taken down, or you have to just watch it on the DC thing. But let me see if like, I can find the last time you. But yeah, the way he talks out. about it, you can tell like he actually gives a fuck yes. about it. And he's actually a fan, and that is the best way to yeah. make movies. Yeah, I hate when they hand the. The reins over to someone who's made good movies, but does not give a shit about the source material. Yeah. Doesn't know anything yes. about the source material. And I also... The reason I also respect Batman vs. Superman is because I think Zack Snyder is a fan. Yeah. But he has his own take on it, and he wasn't scared to do it. And the only thing about that, though, is that he even admitted that he's not a fan of Superman. But at least he still knows the fucking yeah. source material. Well, he knows the source material, he and he tried he to make it to where... He felt like people like him would find that version of Superman compelling. Yeah, I did because I really was. I'm still not really a he, huge Superman fan. He's too. I find Captain America more interesting than Superman. Yeah, I love DC, but like, he's just too perfect. Yeah, like to where he feels like there's nothing wrong with him. Which is why I like Man of Steel. Yeah, it, he feels vulnerable. He feels flawed. Yes, he it doesn't feel like he's just gonna wreck shop. Yeah, and he can save everybody mm-hmm. like there are risks and there are going to be fatalities that he can't avoid and that's about as grounded of a Superman movie I think we'll ever get yeah that's about as grounded as you can get with the reception and the backlash from that I honestly don't like and that's the shitty part like I want another one of those yeah but the way people reacted to it, I don't think it'll ever happen again. That, that's literally a one-of-a-kind Superman movie. And I can watch it over yeah. and over and over. <laughs> like, I really wasn't huge on Henry Cavill until he played Superman. And then after he did Superman, he did, uh, what was it, Man from Uncle? Yeah. That was pretty good. Everyone praises the new... Uh, Mission Impossible He's was like excellent the best that. one yeah. because of him. Yeah. Everyone was pissed that they killed him off because they're like, dude, you could have had like your gold finger. Yep. And that would have like made the franchise. Like yep. he was perfect. And then he really sold me when he started playing The Witcher. Like and I still haven't seen that. <laughs> so good. Like all you need to do is watch that last ten minutes of the first episode and if nothing else, you see that he has an eye for choreography and, mm. like, the physicality. Because yeah. they do a one-shot 
of the best action sequence I've seen in a movie in, or in anything probably in the last eight to ten years. Really? Like, it is just beautiful, like, how it flows. Because it's one shot, no cuts. Oh, okay. And it's it's just beautiful, like, how fast and everything they had to get everything down. Like, I think they said they actually had to slow the camera down at certain points because it just was, like, too quick to, like, edit. <laughs> so it was, like, it, it's just, it's perfect. Nice. Um, so going from there, just because we are sitting at around uh, an hour now. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, let us just do a quick Bat Family casting. So we have Robert Pattinson, obviously, as Batman. We have our Alfred. Yeah. A younger Alfred. Yes. Maybe which... a scene where Alfred, like, fucks some shit up, too. Yes. I, <laughs> I hope he... I hope they give us a version where he was, like, a in the military yeah. before, and he can... Wreck shop. Yeah. yeah. Like, maybe that's where Batman gets a little bit of his training. Yeah. Or at least of some of his, like, military mindset. Yeah. Um... The first edition has to be Dick Grayson. Yeah. I don't know if we agree on this, but I think Timothy Chalamet. Would oh be yeah, perfect. that's it, unanimous. Okay. <laughs> like I was like, I don't know if there's anybody else. That's who would a must. Be, yeah. <laughs> Especially because of the way they played together on the King. Yeah. Um, there'd be there already be some chemistry there too, so they wouldn't yes, need to work on that. That would be perfect. And yeah. Timothy Chalamet is like forever young in the face, so yeah. like, it would work. Um. The only thing that I think would prevent that would be the pay, because I don't think they're going to be able to, like, hand out these crazy paydays and give Timothy Chalamet the money he might want. If it was me, I wouldn't give a fuck. I, no, I'd do it for free. Yeah. But... <laughs> you want me to be in this? All right. <laughs> like, can I have food at least? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. all I want. <laughs> Just pay for my dinners. Yeah. Um, so, going from there, there has to be a point where... Timothy Chalamet becomes Nightwing. Like, this is, like, best-case scenario. This will never happen. I can see him both as Robin and Nightwing. Perfect. Yeah. Especially because you give him to the point where he's 30 years old and he's, like, sculpted, beefed up. Yeah, because right now he's he's our age. He's, like, he's 24. Yeah. So just give him a couple years and he's fine. Yeah, because he's skinnier than me. Yeah. He's (laughs) He's fucking... But you can bulk him up. Like, he has an acrobatic body. Yeah, he does. He has, like, the Tom Holland body. Yeah. Where he could... Literally do flips, probably. Yeah. Um, going from there, you obviously have to ha- get Timothy Chalamet to become Nightwing. Mm-hmm. You got to get your Jason Todd. Ooh, you need someone who can. Who do you have? Do you have anyone in mind? If he comes out of this the right way, I would maybe say Ansel Elgore. Okay. But I also feel like you might need someone with more attitude, like a. Actually, no. I'll take that back. I think Ansel Elgo would play a better Tim Drake. I don't even think that. But he might be too young by the time, or too old by the time we get to that. Yeah. I would say if Taron Edgerton could pull off an American accent. I could see him as Jason Jason Todd. Todd. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This one I think is probably the most interesting. Barbara Gordon. Because. Saoirse Ronan. She has to be black. She has to be black? Jim Gordon. Oh shit, I didn't think about that. So. Fuck, we need someone. It's hard now, right? Because the perfect choice is already Catwoman. Fuck! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Unless you get, um. Zendaya. (laughs) I didn't know you couldn't do it because she's in Spider Man, but. Why couldn't you? I mean, the only person who crosses over is fucking Taika Waititi. 
Fuck it, Zendaya. That's the choice. It would be a good pick. Yeah. You got the perfect skin tone, like, she could be a good Batgirl. Yeah, okay, that's it. Zendaya is Zendaya. Batgirl. I could definitely see it, especially because I could see her kind of having a relationship with, like, a Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, because they're about to get it on in Dune. Is she in it, too? Yeah. Oh, shit! <laughs> okay! I'm down. So, again, more chemistry. You don't Fuck need to work yeah, on dude. that part. Yeah, it's pretty much, like... If we were in charge, it would be... Casting director. Yeah. I would like, be so this happy. This is who it's be, and you can't say it. Don't fucking book. offer the job to anybody else. <laughs> Wait until they're available. Yeah. Um, so, after Batgirl, we have Tim Drake. I, I won't even go into, like, spoiler or... We can maybe cast a Batwoman. But uh, other than Tim Drake, the only other one I really want to do is Damian Wayne. Okay. And he needs to be... Like, 11. Yeah. 12. That's hard. Oh, Jacob Tremblay? Ooh. From Good Boys? Do you think he has enough of a resemblance to... Robert I don't think Pattinson? it matters. It has to matter a little bit. It also depends on who they would cast as, like, a Talia or something. Yeah. Because I want it to be, like, the full-on, like... League of Assassins raised this kid. Yeah. A little bit of a shithead. Correct. Tremblay would be a good choice, especially if he, he kind of plays it the way he did in uh, Good Boys. Yeah. Because he had a little res- bit of a dickhead attitude yeah, in that. Yeah, the resemblance, I guess, would be the only issue. But, I mean, he, I, I would be able to get past that, because he is, like... Unless you get a chick who looks kind of like him, then that would kind of, like, solve that a little bit. I think it would. Because there's kids that look like, sometimes look like one. Yes. Like, strip me and oh, not yeah. the other. I look exactly like my dad, nothing like my mom. Exactly, so. so. <laughs> um, okay, so I, I I don't think that'd be a bad pick. Yeah. Like, he has the personality where it would work. But I think yeah. by the time we get to a Damien might Wayne, be, like, 16 or yeah, it might. But, I mean, I could deal with a 16-year-old. Yeah. Uh, Damian Wayne too yeah. like it doesn't have to be right um, I, I'm willing to stretch my imagination <laughs> um, so Tim Drake then he honestly just feels like the blandest version of Robin to me so I'm just like I need someone who can I also wouldn't mind putting an Asian actor that's what I was going to say I, I, especially because what was it Ryan Choi is that his name mm-hmm. or am I thinking of... no the kid who plays uh, Beast Boy Ryan Potter oh okay he wanted to play uh, Tim Drake at one point okay. for the Batman vs Superman movie. I'd say Ross Butler from Thirteen Reasons Why and Shazam. He's one of the he's at the end when the whole Shazam family or whatever pop up. He's the gray one. Oh fuck, he's ready in Shazam. Yeah, and he might be too old. But I mean, it is a different universe, so it's yeah. not like. By the time they make it, he will be because I think he's like twenty nine right now. Oh yeah. So. Mm, so let me look real quick because I, I just Aquafina. I, <laughs> I just think you need a little bit more diversity in the Bat family. Like, it's nice because we'll have... Fucking put me in that motherfucker. Right? I'm, I'm like, multiple things. I'd pay for it. Um, Henry Golding wouldn't be a bad choice, too, if he wasn't A, British, and B, too old by the time that you yeah. got to that point. But someone with, like, that kind of, like, physicality, because he was really good in, uh... What movie was it? Uh, the Gentleman? I really enjoyed him in the movie. I didn't see that. No, he was fantastic. Oh, you're talking about the dude from Crazy Rich Asians? Yes. Oh, okay. That guy. Um, he was really, really... Yeah, he's good. already too old. Yeah, because he, <laughs> he has to be early 30s. That guy, least. yeah. He's at least 33. If he wasn't too old, I would also say Steven Yoon. Who that? Uh, Walking Dead Glenn. Oh, shit. Dude. Oh, there was fan, <laughs> cast, there was fan casting of him as Nightwing. I'd be down with that, too. I mean, but, yeah. like... I think that he would be a good, like, if they did, like, a 
version of Batman that was Tim Drake that was like in the future or Batman Beyond <laughs> who <sighs> Terry McGinnis has a hard casting spot too though because yeah. the last name McGinnis screams white <laughs> it does well his dad's white but his mom's Asian it would work just give him a little bit of a lighter hair color <laughs> <laughs> no like stuff like that excites me because like this could lend itself to a super long franchise. Yeah. Or it could be like a Miles Morales thing. He has his mom's last name, Morales. Yeah. That always threw me off. Me like, too, because I was trying to understand it. Like, the parents have a good relationship too, is yeah. the weirder part. It's not like he's a deadbeat dad. Yeah, his mom's Mexican. He he's literally Mexican. like a fucking hero cop. So it's like, why wouldn't you want him to have his last name? Because it's what, Jefferson? Yeah, or make his dad Mexican. Something switched it around. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe they can go that route with them. You know, I'd be happy either way. Like, and honestly, I'm not even married to the idea of it being Terry McGinnis because that was kind of uh, like, especially if you watch the show. Because I think he's like I watched a fucking, the movie. He's a clone of Bruce Wayne. Yeah. No, like literally, like he is a clone of Bruce yeah. Wayne. Like physically, like it's not. I don't remember how they explained it, but I forget. It it was like, why did he even have a fucking family? Then like, it didn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, going, do you want to cast the Batwoman? Because there's, did you see who they cast as the new Batwoman for the TV show? No, I haven't paid attention to that so, at all. Because uh, Ruby Rose quit. Why, because of the backlash? No, like, people actually really liked her. Really? Yeah, like, there was backlash when she first got cast. Yeah. But she wasn't used to the filming schedule. She got injured a few times, like, there was a spinal injury. Yeah. Um, doing some sort of stunt work, like minor stunt. Um, I think she just was like, it's too physical for me. I just don't want to do it. I'd rather have more time to go film movies and shit like that. That's respectable. And so they amicably separated because the, the feeling apparently was mutual. Um, so they recast and they're not even using her character anymore. They're not using the Kate Kane character in the show oh. anymore. They completely recast... Uh, I'm going to look up her name, but the character's name is Ryan something, mm-hmm. and she's a black woman. Oh, okay. So it's going to be an interesting different take. I stopped watching Batwoman because it just got... We should see a Mexican Batwoman. See? And oh, there shit. was a lot of talk about that, and if we're going... But it has to be... She's cousins with Bruce Wayne. So, like, yes, there could be the mixing, and I'm fine with that, but if we're going that way... The perfect pick is someone who put their name out for the TV show and all that casting stuff was going. The chick who plays Rosa Diaz on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I can't think of her. Uh, Stephanie Beatrice. I'll show you a picture. Well, different from what I was thinking. Who were you thinking? The chick from Baby Driver. The one who's like partners with John Hamm. The Mexican chick. Mm. Isla Gonzalez, I think her name is. I'll have to look at her. Yeah. But this chick from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, okay, I've seen her. Because there's also going to be the fact that they're not going to want to cast anybody who's not LGBT or LGBT friendly. Because Kate Kane is a lesbian character. So she'll be Kate Kane in the movies if they do her? Yeah. Just oh, to c- connect her more to Bruce Wayne. Okay, yeah, look up Isa Gonzalez. Isa? Yeah, I think I- it's E-I-Z-A. E-I-Z-A. I believe. Okay, yeah, no, I could buy her as... Yeah. That'd be good. And I, that's the only thing I don't know. Because, dude, there was so much backlash because people didn't believe that Ruby Rose was lesbian. 
at first for some reason. She is. She's. Do you know she actually almost transitioned? Yes. And she, I know she even said like she's happy that she didn't because she felt like it would have been a huge mistake. Yeah. But, I mean, to each their own. I will say that I'm really conflicted by that fact because I'm like, I had a huge crush on her uh, during what was it? Orange is the New Black. I felt yeah, she's attractive. Yeah, she's very attractive. Yeah. But it's like. Really weird, because she, like, doesn't, like, try to be super girly, but she's, like, I always was, like, really into it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it made me feel conflicted, especially when I found out she, like, wanted to be a dude. I was like, You're does like, that make me <laughs> weird or... But, like, no, like, to each their own. And, like, after people realized she was a lesbian, it, like, went her way a lot better. Yeah. Um, But now they, like, refuse to cast someone who's not because of the experience they had at the beginning of that. Yeah. So... If we were going Batwoman, and I don't think that that would be a bad choice. It just all kind of depends on the way people receive it. Right. Um, so, yeah, going from there, I think that uh, we're, 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 we're way past now. We have to be, we're an hour and 12 minutes. So, like I think this is probably a good spot to cut it. Yeah, and um, I will say, Robert Pattinson will forever be known as Batman. Yes, and I will probably laugh my ass off for, like, a week after I watched the movie, just because, like, hearing people suck his dick after the movie comes out is going to be hilarious. Oh, we're talking shit about oh, him dude, the it's going to be beautiful. They're like, he's going to be a fucking sparkly Batman. You know, I always, like I always believed in him. He's, 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 he's my favorite Batman now. I'm like, suck a dick. Right. <laughs> I was actually riding this train the whole way. I am He's so... going to be fucking iconic. Oh, dude. I'm He's going to be, so like, excited. Joaquin is now the Joker forever and always. He, I personally believe he will be the first actor to get a superhero Oscar. Like, as a leading actor superhero. Nomination. Yeah. No, like, win. win? Oh, fuck. I I'm, die. <laughs> I'm saying win. Yeah. Because, like, Joker, yes, there was an Oscar, and it was very well earned. Yeah. But he's a villain. I'm saying, like, first major superhero who gets an Oscar yeah. as best male actor. Yeah, it's going to be so good that people can't fucking deny him. And if not, don't talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just, I really want this to be a franchise. That's the, that's the <laughs> hill I'll die on here. Yeah. I've seen two and a half minutes of this fucking movie, and I'm balls deep all in. Like, yeah. I'm you imagine? so happy. A ten movie franchise. There's almost no franchises that do that except for fucking Fast and Furious. Yeah, but this makes sense. Yes, no, because uh, there's progression. All and they over can the place. even use the same taglines, family. Yeah, <laughs> the whole fucking way. I'd be down. Coronas. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's go whiskey yeah. <laughs> instead of beer. I think it would make more sense. Yeah. Um, I need an eight second car. <laughs> And that would make sense too. No, shit, it would. <laughs> oh fuck! All right, so we can ramble all day. So we'll just yeah. drop this here. So uh, please make sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. And please make sure to uh, subscribe, subscribe to us, and watch us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And also, um, we have a new vlog episode up uh, covering our camping trip and also our last podcast is up too so yes. go check those out yes please give those a watch because now we're actually putting out some content on uh, YouTube so there's a yeah. reason to subscribe again yeah um, and we will be 
filming more movie-related stuff, too, for that. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, and I think that in the next few coming weeks, we might start doing a couple more uh, movie reactions as well. Yeah. So, just stay tuned. We're going to be rolling more content out. It's just... It's a slow process, especially when we both have full-time jobs to do, and we can only really meet on Sundays. And we had the whole pandemic, and just 2020 in general kind of fucked us. Yes. There was a lot more hype going into this before that, so... Yeah. Uh, Yes, just please stay tuned and keep up with us. We really appreciate all the views, even though we're not even really breaking 100. This is just fun, and to know that... people are watching. Yeah. To know that a couple people are following along with us just makes it worth it. Yeah. Like... We do really appreciate it. Yeah. So We'll get there. Yes. So until next time, I'm Anthony Stevens. Damien Leibler. Peace. Peace.